I just want to say there's a huge cringe alert for this episode. This is cringy, especially the chapter five. My gosh. Okay. Well, I, I know that um, fan fictions, if you've heard fan fictions or read them before, you know that cringe is necessary to, yeah, for fan fictions. So hopefully, yeah. Anyway, it's cringy. It's okay. It'll get better. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Moon Pool, where cats of all clans gather together as one. I'm your host, Maple Dusk, and today I will be reading chapters four and five of my fanfiction. Um, before we start, an important note. Um, this fanfiction, uh, I, would, I would highly suggest listening to the first episode, which is published on October 31st, entitled, I think it's just titled My Fanfiction Prologue in Chapter One. And then the, um, I believe the second and third episode, uh, uh, second and third chapters were, um, recorded in my 2000 Plays special episode, uh, so if you want to go check out the 2000 Plays special, then that's, that's there. Um, I think that's what it was. I don't know. It's somewhere, but yeah, um, I would suggest listening to those first if you haven't already. And yes, that, that is what is going on. And this, oh, first I wanted to say I had a Q&A question from, um, let me, hold on, I need to check. Um, on my previous episode asking me. Not my previous episode, my episode before that, um, saying, from Brightstorm, saying, what book are you on? Who is your favorite cat that went to the Sundown place? Uh, my favorite book? Oh, my favorite book. I'm on, um, A Light in the Mist, which is the last book in the Broken Code series. Um, yeah, I'm gonna read River after that. And, yeah, um, oh, my favorite cat that went to the Sundown place? That's tough, because I really love Tawny Pelt, Feathertail, Crowfeather, and Squirrelflit. Um, I feel like I should say Feathertail because Feathertail is amazing. Um, I would give my life and soul for Feathertail. Um, but uh, I gotta say Crowfeather because I love him as a developed character. He's, I, I just, for some reason, um, I I just, I just, I, he's one of my favorite characters, honestly. I'm not sure why, but uh, I just really like Crowfeather. Um, yes, especially, for some reason, I really liked Crowfeather's Child Crowfeather. I didn't like Crowfeather's Child Crowfeather as like a whole character, but I love what he added to Crowfeather's character for some reason. I'm not sure why. I just, I have weird reasons for liking characters and for liking certain books that characters um, are portrayed in. Anyway, I'm gonna read the fanfiction um, and I would, if you have not listened to the other episodes, I would highly suggest clicking off this episode right now and listening to those episodes before you listen to this episode. Anyway, here we go. I completely forgot to mention that uh, I will not be recording, I'm probably not gonna be recording much more of this fan fiction, but I will be recording the sixth and seventh episode because I haven't actually written most of this fan fiction. I've only written six chapters. Yeah, <laughs> just wanted to say that. Chapter four. Oh wait, okay, hold on. I'll read um, the last couple sentences of the previous chapter. Um, again. Princess watched as they left. 
Tiger Claw seemed to be hissing something at Blue Star, which she could not make out, and Blue Star's reply, she very clearly could. It's her choice whether to stay or go. It's not my fault if she decides to join. Chapter 4 The words, it's her choice, echoed in Princess's mind as she padded out of the forest. Her head was still spinning with the impossible choice she had to make. Should she stay behind and be forever safe in her warm life with her friends as a house cat, a kitty pet, the Thunderclawing cats had called it, or head into the unknown forest where she was much less safe and where she might never fit in? It didn't seem like a very impossible choice when you put it that way, but something was tugging Princess towards the forest, urging her to be wild, to be free, to belong. She didn't quite understand it. Princess, is that you? Mewed a voice. She hadn't realized how fast she had been walking. She stopped and looked around, looked around to see Luna standing in front of her yard, her eyes wide as puddles. Yes, it's me, Princess exclaimed, bounding towards her sister. Oh, you came back, Luna purred, rubbing her muzzle to Princess's. Then she jolted away, turning her nose up and shook out her pelt haughtily. I mean, oh, you came back. Princess's heart sank. Her sister still wasn't over their earlier fight, it seemed. Luna, I'm sorry, she began. Luna turned her back to her. You should be, she scolded. Princess felt shame hanging over her like a cloud. But I came back. Surely that's what matters, she asked meekly. Luna half turned back to her. I guess so, she replied stiffly. But I have to know, what did you see in the forest? Tell me everything. She situated herself in a good place for listening to, this st- to a story. Princess let out, a, let out a meow of amusement at how easily changed Luna was, going from stone cold to waiting with bated breath for Princess to speak. She told her sister all about Greypaw and his enthusiasm, Blue Star and her natural regal air, and Tigerclaw and his taunts. She told it all with much enthusiasm and a little exaggeration. Um, she couldn't help but hope that maybe, if she decided to go, Luna would come too. Eventually, Philo and Tommy came over to listen to her story, and she had to start all over for them to hear all of it. Luna didn't seem to mind that. She was listening rapidly. At the end of the story, Philo glanced at Tommy. Why are you telling us this as if you intend to go back? He gazed at her, as if afraid of the answer, and it was the hardest thing she had ever done in her life to tell him. That's because I do intend to go back, Philo. I'm sorry. She trailed off. All three of her siblings gasped collectively, then all started talking at once. You what? gasped Philo, while Tommy said, You're kidding. Luna just stayed still, frozen with shock. Princess shut her eyes tight, waiting for their initial reactions to die out so she could see what they thought of her decision. Shouldn't you at least tell Rusty before you go? asked Tommy. Rusty was their other brother. He lived in the next village. I don't even know which house he lives at, objected objected Princess. Finally, Luna spoke. Princess, you can't go. You're my sister, she cried. Plus, you don't have the spirit of a wild cat. You're always so, I don't know, shy, meek. Princess froze. Luna's words ignited a spark inside of her, a spark that would never have been there a week ago. What do you mean I don't have the spirit of a wild cat? She demanded coldly. Luna looked taken aback. I just meant... But Princess interjected fiercely. I think you don't have the spirit of a wild cat. You don't understand what I feel for the forest. Like, my spirit wants to be free. You say it's an excuse, but it isn't. I'd stay here if I could, but I can't. It's my destiny. Her voice got smaller and smaller as she went on, until she was whispering at the word destiny. Oh, um, this is Maple Dusk. No, I forgot to whisper. It's, it's, you know what? We're going to read you that part. <clears throat> you don't understand what I feel for the forest. Like, my spirit wants to be free. You say it's an excuse, but it isn't. I'd stay here if I could, but I can't. It's my destiny. Her voice got smaller and smaller as she went on, until she was whispering at the word destiny. To her ama- amazement and relief, Luna didn't seem angry anymore. I understand, I guess, she said reluctantly. 
Promise you'll visit? She asked. Princess, Princess rubbed against Luna, and Tommy and Philo jumped over so they were all close together. Just like when we were all kids, fresh out of our mother's belly. That hadn't been so long ago. They all started purring and stayed, stayed there for a while. At last, Luna gently pulled away and whispered, Promise you'll visit, and you won't forget us? She gazed up at Princess with such hope and desperation that she couldn't say no. Of course, I'll never forget you, or Tommy, or Philo, or even Rusty. You're my siblings. She reassured her sister. Luna still looked uneasy, but a little of the doubt cleared from her, cleared from her eyes. Of course you won't forget us, she muttered almost to herself. Then she looked up at Princess and said, louder, and said louder and with an edge of playfulness in her voice, How could you when we're so awesome? Princess's eyes grew wide and she battered her sister with a paw. Luna, she scolded, get back here. As she chased after Luna with Tommy and Philo at her heels, she knew it was the last time she would be able to just have fun with her siblings without worrying about anything else. Stupid destiny, she muttered, making my life hard like this. Chapter 5 Goodbye, princess. Wait, hold on. Oh, sorry. Goodbye, princess. If, if they don't treat you well, you can always come back. Princess was saying her last goodbyes to her sister and brothers before she had to go back into the forest to meet Blue Star. I hope Tigerclaw isn't with her again. The thought pierced her like a thorn. I know, she murmured to Luna, and I won't forget you. She repeated her promise of the day before. Luna nodded and gave her one last affectionate lick. Then she turned to Tommy and Philo. Say goodbye to Princess, she urged like she was their mother. Her brothers yelled goodbye as Princess hurried over to the forest. She didn't stop to look back at all. You came back! Blue Star exclaimed incredulously. She glanced her and her companion, a snowy white Tom, Princess didn't know, who looked pleasantly surprised to see her. He dipped his head to her in respect, and Princess liked him immediately, relieved that he wasn't Tigerclaw. Hello, Princess, he mewed. My name is Whitestorm. Hello, said Princess politely. Blue Star straightened her back, looking every bit the leader that she was. I'm glad you've come. She said briskly, It seems that you will be a brave warrior one day. I apologize for under underestimating you. Blue Star led her through the forest, and when they could hear the faint sound of mews, she pushed through a large clump of thorns, nodding at Princess and Tigerclaw to follow her. Thunderclam was overwhelmingly full of cats. There were dens all over the camp. Cats of all ages and of different pelt colors milled around the outside the dens, chatting away. The largest den was mostly empty, except for a few sleeping cats, barely visible from their distance. Clustered around that den were some smaller dens, and one of them, a pretty tortoiseshell and white she-cat, seemed to be fussing over a small black cat who wasn't moving. Princess stared at Blue Star, eyes full of alarm. He was also looking at the tortoiseshell cat. Ravenpaw, is he all right? She exclaimed, hurrying towards the two cats. To Princess, she muttered, that's the medicine cat. The tortoiseshell is spotted leaf, our medicine cat. Oh, I meant to say, that's the medicine then. The tortoiseshell is spotted leaf, our medicine cat. She heals wounds and receives messages from Star Clan. Oh, you don't know what Star Clan is. Well, they're cats who have died and move on to a place in the stars called Star Clan. They give us prophecies, visions, that sort of thing. Princess had no idea what that sort of thing might entail, but she had no time to ask before Blue Star whisked her over to the medicine den. Spotted Leaf, what's happened to Ravenpaw? She asked. Spotted Leaf glanced at Ravenpaw. There was a battle with River Clan for Sunning Rocks, and she was interrupted by Blue Star. Again? How clear do we have to be that it belongs to us? She grumbled. Er, sorry, she mewed to Spotted Leaf. The young medicine cat shrugged. It's fine. Anyway, Ravenpaw has been badly injured. He has a massive wound in his shoulder. I'm doing everything I can, but I don't know if I can stop the bleeding in time. She looked scared and desperate. Blue Star laid her tail on her friend's head comfortingly. Then she glanced at Princess. 
Oh, I almost forgot. Let me introduce you to Princess. Spotted Leaf, this is Princess. Princess, this is Spotted Leaf. Princess nodded to Spotted Leaf, respectively. Spotted Leaf smiled warmly in return. Are you the kitty pet Blue Star was talking about? Welcome to the clan. Princess was relieved by Spotted Leaf's friendliness. It was nice to, so, nice to know some cat was on her side. Blue Star nodded briskly. All right, then. Spotted Leaf, you should get back to tending to Ravenpaw. Princess, we should go. I'd like to have your apprentice ceremony. Apprentice ceremony? Princess questioned. What's that? Blue Star flicked her tail. Come on, I'll show you. You and... Oh, wait, sorry. You can meet the other apprentices. You've already met Graypaw and... She glanced back at Spotted Leaf grim grimly. Ravenpaw. But there are two more you should meet. Sandpaw and Dustpaw. They walked in silence and they walked in silence until they got to a large rock in the center of camp. This is the high rock, Blue Star explained. It's where I hold camp meetings and ceremonies like this one. Are you ready? The last question caught Princess off guard. Blue Star asked it so nonchalantly, but to Princess it meant everything. She was leaving behind her old life to begin a new one, so different from the one that came before it. She took a shaky breath. I think so, she mewed. She tried to sound confident and sure of herself, but in truth, she was scared out of her fur. Blue Star must have sensed her anxiety, for she gently laid her tail on Princess's shoulder. You'll be fine. This is what you want, right? She gestured to the bustling camp around them with a paw. Princess nodded, more certainly this time. Yes, it is. I want to live wild and free. I want to be a clan cat. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Moon Pool. You can find and follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Uh, you can uh, find my blog at uh, momentswithmaplesk.blogspot.com, link in description. Uh, you can email me at moonpool.pod at gmail.com. You can send a voice message at anchor.fm slash moonpool slash message. Um, any of those things would be greatly appreciated. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and thanks for listening. Bye.